This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal transfer show. I hope you're doing good and well this morning. Apologies that the microphone is here. Uh, the reason for that is because we've got guests staying over so I don't want to speak too loudly. You know, when you do an 8am show it does create a little bit of tension in the household when there's guests down uh, it does mean that there won't be a show tomorrow um so apologies for that but i wanted to bring you on today because we're committed we're committed to the cause so uh thank you for tuning in uh it won't be a particularly long one today but i will be going through all the latest news i will be taking some of your questions still you will just have to put up with the fact that my voice is going to be a little bit more toned down which you know to be fair the missus has been asking for for a for a long long time so it should be appreciated anyway good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box hope you're doing good and well Ife, you were indeed first this morning good morning to you runs with cows good morning jose matt g daniel manu adam rohit good morning guys hope you're doing good wilson ian perez good to see you guys in the chat box plenty of familiar faces chris Clear away, Dave. Christopher, Shreyas, AFC West Mids. Uh, Daniel, good morning to you, mate. Uh, Ashton as well. Uh, hope you're all doing good and well and making sure that you're dropping a like on the video as well if you haven't done so already. ASMR transfer show this morning. Yes, a little bit of a... I was going to say sexy show, but it's that's the that just sounds horrible, doesn't it? <laughs> it just sounds terrible. Anyway, without further ado, let's crack on with today's show and go through our morning stories. Now, if you haven't already checked out our Gabriel Jesus episode yesterday on the tactical breakdown, I was very happy to get some information from the Athletics Manchester City correspondent Sam Lee. Make sure you've gone and checked that out if you haven't done so already. Uh, really interesting insight into a player that obviously Arsenal were linked to very heavily and could certainly um, be turning up at the Emirates this season. So let's wait and see if this turns out to be one. I hope that it is. Um, maybe you don't. It's It's been a good debate and whether or not you want to see him at the club or not, we certainly talked about that. A little bit later on, I shouldn't have said "sexy show." That was that was the worst thing I could have said. <laughs> worst possible thing I could have asked for in the chat box. Anyway, let's crack on with our first main storyline. And yesterday, kind of this went up and down in terms of 
realism and likelihood. But Nicolas Pepe was originally reported to have been offered to PSG. Luis Campos is currently there as their director of football, I believe, and he's worked with him at Lyon, you know, brought him in from Angers. But Pepe, almost immediately, his representatives have turned down this. He's got new representatives. He signed on with a new agent this summer, um, trying to find him a move away from the club. But there have been rejections that he was offered to PSG. It is still expected that he will move on this summer, but we just don't quite know where he's going to be moving on to this summer. And I did put a poll into the chat box, which you guys can check out as well, um, having a quick look at the responses what's the minimum that you'd accept for Nicolas Pepe 14% of you have said less than 20 million pounds 56% of you have said between 20 and 25 20% of you have said between 26 and 30 and just 11% of people said they would accept as a minimum more than 30 million pounds for Nicolas Pepe wow that is uh, quite the drop considering how much we paid for him in uh, in the not so distant past unfortunately moving on now, this is a player that I don't know all that much about, Levi Colwell, who's been playing on loan for Huddersfield this season from Chelsea. Yes, another Chelsea loanee. But Arsenal are apparently one of the teams that are interested in the player. Nizer Kinsella of Goal, who we've had on the channel before, released this information that both Arsenal and Leicester are very interested in the 19-year-old left-footed centre-back. Yeah, one of those ones that Arsenal and Arteta like in particular. It's on Gabriel, Pablo Marie, and now Levi Colwell looks to be one of those players that Arsenal are linked to in the same kind of position as well. He is exciting you know he's one of those really good young stars that's coming through uh that Chelsea academy playing on loan at Huddersfield this season's done very very well ranked at about 4.5 million pounds according to transfer marks but knowing Chelsea you know they'll be able to get a very very good fee for someone like him you think about how much they got for Gay who went to um uh, Crystal Palace some really solid stuff uh from from Chelsea's <laughs> sales department that we just haven't been able to match in recent years but Arsenal is said to be one of the teams interested and he'll be playing in the championship playoff final on Sunday so there'll be a chance to go and watch him if you haven't seen anything of him on Sunday now we brought you the information yesterday about the alleged legality issues or illegal issues with the Marquinhos move to Arsenal now it has come out that uh, Marquinhos's representatives have denied any kind of pre-contractual agreement with Wolves. Now, if this is the case, obviously, we can make the assumption that they would have told Arsenal that there's no agreement in place of any other team. So Arsenal have gone through with the deal. Arsenal, and I'm sure a lot of people are kind of worried about this, if there would be any backlash, if there would be any bans, uh, potential bans because of any alleged mis- mix, uh, mispractice, basically. But the representatives of Marquinhos have said that there's been no wrongdoing, there's been nothing wrong with the situation. So why it would cause Arsenal to have any kind of recompense, I don't know. But the thoughts are that this deal will still go through, it will still happen, Arsenal will still sign Marquinhos in the coming weeks and that Wolves' issues with this deal won't be a problem because of them denying any kind of pre-contractual agreement. If that turns out not to be true, which I'm sure there'll be plenty of um, time investigated into this. But if it does turn out to be true, then I imagine Arsenal will pull out very, very quickly because they're not the types to get themselves involved in these types of things. That said, we'll have to wait and see. (laughs) It's just one of those unnecessary stresses that we don't need during a transfer window, isn't it? Anyway, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, Now, we've heard from his agent now who has come out and said that for those of you worried why is this deal not happening 
Why is it not finished yet? Well, the reason as to why this deal hasn't been completed, if it would ever be completed, is because he is waiting until after his time with the Brazilian national side. He is due to go away with the Brazilian national team to play a few games for them. And then after those games, he will assess the options and the proposals that have been made by not just Arsenal, but plenty of other teams. I can imagine that maybe a certain Tottenham Hotspur are involved in those negotiations and those proposals. It would be unsurprising to me. Um, <laughs> let's see, though. But Arsenal have always said to be the favourites in this. They've put in a lot of work all the way back in November. Did talk start with his representatives. I'm hopeful that this is one that Arsenal can get done. It will just be a case of when and how much um, it, it actually ends up happening because Manchester City have been asking for quite the big fee for a player with just the one year left on his contract. Now, uh, our penultimate story, I believe our penultimate story is indeed uh, Serge Gnabry. 40 million euros is the asking price. 40 million euros. That is all that Bayern Munich are said to be asking for in order to bring in Serge Gnabry from the club, which obviously sparked quite the hype train on social media yesterday. I would love Serge Gnabry at Arsenal. I know that you all would as well, but it's it seems a deal that I imagine will end up going to Real Madrid. Real Madrid didn't get Erling Haaland. They didn't get Kylian Mbappe. It would just seem as though Real Madrid are the most likely destination for me to see Gnabry go somewhere. So I would say to you, with fair warning, do not get your hopes up about the idea of Serge Gnabry coming to Arsenal. I just don't think it would happen. I'd love it to happen, but I am not optimistic about it happening. I would expect Real Madrid to come in for him and most likely to win the race for him in the end. €40 million Euros is so cheap for a player of his quality. Arsenal would be mad not to try and go for someone like Gnabry, but the issue is that there are other teams in the market that would also be looking. Um, it's a weird one. We'll see what happens with this one. But €40 million, Euros, very, very cheap indeed. Now, uh, finally, uh, DiMarco, Inter Milan left-back, new on my radar, but the... A number of sources have actually quoted this as saying that Arsenal are interested in making a 20 to 25 million euro bid for the Italian left back who has obviously been playing for Inter for some time. He's been one of their you know, really good asset for them on the left-hand side and he is looked to be brought in as competition and cover for Chiarantini. Now, I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday who's very much in with the Inter Milan side of stuff and his response was, <laughs> yeah, never going to happen. Um, so... If you've got your hopes up about this idea of this coming to Arsenal, it doesn't seem to be uh, that it would. He's a big Inter Milan fan. He loves playing at Inter. He has no intention of leaving. And Inter don't really have all that much intention of selling him. Um, it seems like one of those spontaneous, random kind of reports. I imagine Arsenal will still end up going for someone like an Aaron Hickey uh, or a Zinchenko, but DiMarco... I just don't think um, it's the it's the type of move that we would see. Uh, Italians don't tend to leave their homeland. It just doesn't often happen. It's only very rare does it happen. We've seen players like Jorginho, of course. Uh, Grifo plays for um, Freiburg as well, but not. it doesn't tend to happen, especially with big Inter Milan fans like DeMarco is. It's not expected to be a deal that would take place this summer. So... There's my honest thoughts on that one with some insight, of course, from those that are in the know. If we do see some more links, we'll do another tactical breakdown on him just to get you guys, of course, in the know about DeMarco. Anyway, that completes all of today's stories, which means we're going to move on to the chat box and your questions. So without further ado, let's go through those. 
Now, for those of you that may notice, I'm talking in quite a low register today and you join us late. There is other people in the house this morning and I'm trying to be as polite as possible in keeping my voice down. Hence why the mic is a little bit closer and hence why you think you've joined a TGT ASMR session. Uh, so bear with me, but do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so either. Let's have a quick check on that poll that we put into the chat box this morning. Um, what's the minimum you'd accept for Nicolas Pepe? Less than 14% of you are saying less than £20 million. 53% of you now saying 20 to 25. 22% are saying 26 to 30. And 11% have said more than £30 million. Very, um, it's not split at all. I thought that that would be a lot more split, but it's significantly more people saying 20 to 25. Very, very low amount of money. I would have agreed with you. I probably would accept something between 20 and £25 million for Pepe as kind of one of those set fees, not one that's broken up over the... A ridiculous amount of months basically but it's certainly one that i think um <laughs> i certainly think it's one that uh will get done this summer and probably end up being about 20 to 25 million uh, nav says take a close-up sip of tea for the mic never happening nav we're not going to go that far into asmr i promise you uh let's go to john who says tom i didn't see loose change between the couch cushions option in the pepe poll was that an oversight <laughs> Yeah, John, bringing the comedy always. Ashwin says, Tom, aren't you concerned about Jesus's lack of finishing? No, not really. Um, I think he hasn't been given enough of a run in the first team on a consistent basis that he would get at Arsenal. I think, he's, I think his lack of finishing is something that is overblown. He's still a very good finisher when the ball comes to him. He's a very clinical finisher when he gets opportunities. He needs to get better at certain aspects of it, sure. But it's not like he doesn't score. This is someone who scored against some of the biggest teams in the world, scored against Liverpool in the Champions League, scoring against teams like Real Madrid. You know, he scores against the big sides in big games. He scores. And if he's given more opportunities and more regular on in the team, I would back him to score even more. Not only that, but he adds versatility, he adds creativity, and he adds assists to the game too. I think it would be an excellent move for Arsenal to make if they can get it done this summer drizzy says any other midfield players that we've been linked with besides tillemans not particularly um you know all those links that we had to players like fabio ruiz and ruben neves and svanberg these types of guys they've gone very very quiet drizzy tillemans is the number one he is the one that arsenal want he's the one that we're after i think that he probably will end up being the one that we get but uh yeah, maybe because he's the primary and they're really pushing to try and get him done, that that's why you've not seen any kind of links to any other central midfielders so far. This window, you can be sure that they will be covering them if we do get linked to them. Uh, who do I think will win the Champions League tonight? I hope Real Madrid. Um, I think that Benzema might be the difference between the two teams. Uh, he tends to be the big man in the big games, so I'm expecting him to step up. It's going to be a great final. I'm looking forward to watching it. I am working a shift for the game tonight. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what indeed does happen. Steve says, Tom, out of 10, how confident are you that we are actually signing Jesus? I'd still say probably about an 8 out of 10, Steve. I'll give it an 8. I'm fairly confident this is one of the deals that we can get done. I'm never going to sit here and say 10. You know, things can change, things can happen and move about very quickly, but it's got all the makings of a deal that we want. He's our number one target. He's willing to move despite not having Champions League football. And Arsenal can offer him regular game time, which is what he wants. So I think that all of the signs point towards this being uh, a feasible deal for Arsenal to do. Uh, Neil says, Tom, what are your thoughts on Zinchenko? Uh, he could cover both injury-prone Partey and Tierney. Yeah, I think it's a really sensible move, Neil. Um, I think it's one that would make a lot of sense for Arsenal. It depends on the fee. 
but I think 25 to 30 million pounds. If <clears throat> if you can get someone in of that quality for that amount of money, I think you'd be quite pretty good on that. Uh, Wilson says, have you got a sore throat or are you talking differently? As I said, we've got people in the house, so I'm trying to keep my voice to a lower register, uh, which I know is coming across like a bit like TGT uh, ASMR. Uh, Shiadozi says, Tom, if we are going to give Nketia a new contract, then why sign Gabriel Jesus? I would prefer a striker that would give us physical presence and convert most of our crosses. I understand this point of view. It's something that we talked about on the show yesterday, but I actually was sent a really good point in a discussion I had with a colleague of mine in which if you're playing in a certain way, which we've had success with, with Nketiah, you know, five goals in his last eight starts. Yes, I get the idea of bringing in a contrasting forward for sure. But actually, if you're able to kind of sub one out and bring one in and you don't have to change the way that you play at all, it can be quite beneficial for you. If you think about it, Manchester City, Liverpool, uh, Manchester United, all have two forwards that are similar. Ronaldo and Cavani, um, Firmino and Jota, uh, Jesus and Aguero previously. You know, all of these teams have two forwards that are very similar, not contrasting in style. It's not that often you see teams that have that contrasting options. You think of Chelsea with Lukaku and Werner, very different options. But you go through the table and most teams' strikers are quite similar when they play in a pair. Only when you start getting down at the lower end of the table do you start seeing greater differences between strikers. At the top level, strikers tend to be pretty similar to one another because teams play a certain set way and they want to be able to interchange and change out parts and bring other players in and rotate options and not have to change the way that they play. And I think it makes a lot of sense. So no, it's no not as in no longer i'd like us to maybe have a plan b style option but it's not a necessity for me to have two contrasting strikers for us next season um let's uh static says sure firmino and jota they are very different players but in terms of their stature they're not players that you look at and go you know aerial presence jota can win headers firmino can win headers jesus can win headers but they're not the type that are you know physically imposing they're not physically different to one another and that's the point that's being made here uh, arsenic gunner says tom have you watched the sequences of how inc- incessantly jesus is ignored when he makes goal scoring runs yeah it, look, he's one of those strikers a bit like lacazette like lacazette gets ignored all the time when he makes runs but it is part of what the game is about sometimes you need to make runs and i'd say about 25 percent of the time you're going to get the ball it's part of being a footballer making runs making space drawing out defenders stretching holes in defense it's part of your role. It's part of what makes you a striker is you have to make the runs whether or not you're going to receive the ball or not. So sure, he's not being found. He's making good movement, good runs, but it is part of his job to do that. It is to stretch the defense, to stretch the... Um, and to just give the option as well at the same time. Um, <laughs> Huz says, Tom, because you want Jesus so much, it means it will never happen. Yeah, uh, Zoboslai, of course, you probably saw the reports yesterday that changed very quickly. Reports linking in with Real Sociedad's, that's not the case as far as I'm aware. And Fabrizio Romano said that as well uh, in the on Twitter when he put out that tweet, the agent. There'd been no links to Real Sociedad. There'd been no whispers about Real Sociedad. And all of a sudden there was this link to them. But it's not. if it is going to happen, it's not going to happen yet. Um, let's go to go down one to Izzy who says, Tom, do you think we might have to have an even stronger and bigger squad than we usually would because of the World Cup? Uh, five subs, injuries, Europa, which means the players could burn out. 
we're going to need a bigger squad than we had last season. And when I mean a bigger squad, I mean a more competitive squad than we had last season. We're going to need players that are fit to play across that competition. We're going to need to be careful about who we recruit, maybe even as well. Because you, if we can sign players that aren't going to the World Cup, they get a, basically a winter break. So you've got to think tactically about how good your players are and are you going to have players in the squad that aren't going away for the World Cup? Could be of a benefit to you. But we've got these young players coming through. They will bolster the squad as well. They will add to the squad and you know be able to play in the, uh, in the Europa League group stage, you would think, in at least some of the games. I think there's options for Arsenal this season. I think we need to bring in at least six or seven players, that's for sure. But there's options for Arsenal. Um, let's go to uh, Luca, who says, where do you think Arsenal will finish? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see uh, who we sign before I have any kind of prediction about uh, where we might finish next season. Uh, Paul says, assuming we get Jesus, which position is the next priority to fill? Uh, mid. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's centre mid. Striker, centre mid. It's as easy as that. Uh, Orlu says, Tom, if no, not, if there's no top four next season, would you agree Arteta should be fired? Uh, I think that we need to be qualifying for the Champions League next season. There's an absolute minimum objective it needs to be. So unless there is some ridiculous kind of reason or excuse uh, for why we didn't, you know, I'd certainly be asking questions of if he is the right person to lead us forwards. But next season, we have to progress. We have to look into a position where we are getting into the Champions League. We can't stagnate. We can't stop. We can't pause. We need to move forwards. And if we're not moving forwards, then we're not going in the right direction and we should be looking to somebody else. Uh, Bradsky says, Zinchenko seems like an upgrade on Xhaka. Can cover left-back and deep-lying a Xhaka role when he hangs back as Tierney pushes forwards. Uh, he'd be great. Uh, he'd be a great signing, smart and comfortable on the ball. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. I think Zinchenko could effectively become the Xhaka replacement in the future. So versatile, so good. Still going into his prime years at 25 years of age. There's so much more to come from him. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up. Apologies for the slightly different audio settings today. Um, do forgive me for that. There won't be a show tomorrow morning. Um, I'm taking my Sundays off. It's probably going to be that Sundays become the day off for the show in the mornings, just to give myself a bit of a, breast, uh, a rest and a break. Uh, I really do genuinely need it sometimes. Um, and next week, of course, we'll be back at normal 8am time on Monday. So make sure that you tune in for that uh, there's probably going to be more content for you in some shape or form there's more content over on the arsenal way link in the description to there as always but it's been a pleasure to speak to you as it always is and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.